This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Let's just take time to worship this magnificent God, the God that is high, the God that is mighty, the God by whom all things consist. There is none like our God. The heavens are his throne. The earth is his footstool. He is God Almighty. We just worship you today, O God. We honor you, O Lord, for who you are, O Lord. Thank you, Father, for making a way where there seems to be no way. Lord, for setting the path right for us. Thank you, Lord. We just worship you, Lord. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. But then let's just put our hands together to the glory of God for that encouraging word. And amen. Praise the Lord. Um, before I go on, I just want to um, take some time and thank Pastor Chris Binley, our Father in the Lord, for giving me the rare privilege to share his word with you this morning. And I'm trusting God that we will take something home. Amen. Praise God. You are God. You're not a man. You are God. You're not a man. Alpha and Omega. You are God. Sing, you are God, you're not a man, you are God, you're not a man, you are God, you are God, you are not a man, Alpha and Omega. Jesus, Lord, my God, let the entrance of your word give light. Let it bring understanding to the simple today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, my God, I continually decrease that you might increase in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, my God, use me as you will this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, to the end that all the glory, all the honor, all the adoration, all the majesty, Lord, will be ascribed to you and you alone. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together to the glory of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. By God's grace, I'll be sharing briefly on the term thanksgiving. And it's something we must have heard over and over again. Praise God. But thanksgiving is really an act. It's an act of giving thanks. It's a grateful acknowledgement of a benefit or a favor from God. It's an expression of thanks to God and it's a public celebration in acknowledgement of God's divine favor and kindness. Amen. 
In other words, thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude. Brethren, in order for us to give thanks, it involves three things. First, we've got to, one, recognize, two, acknowledge, and three, appreciate the value of something. Amen. What does it mean to give thanks for believers? We've got to recognize that the source of all we have and own is from God. It doesn't matter. It's not based on our qualifications, our pedigree. It's not on the basis of who we are and where we're from. But it's just from who? God himself. In fact, a lot of God's blessings are in spite of who we are. In spite of our unfaithfulness. In spite of sometimes not praying. In spite of, you know, the many things that we are. That's our God. Praise the Lord. I'll read you an excerpt from an email I got recently from a, a teacher of mine in, in secondary school. This was 20-odd years ago. She is based in the UK. She's British, but came to Nigeria back in the day to teach in GSS Kuru, Government Science School Kuru. Amen. She sent me an email, and she said, I am glad you and your family are doing well. Congratulations on your recent professional appointment as a consultant physician. Gosh, you've come a long way since Government Science School Kuru. It is difficult for me to imagine that a pupil from Government Science School Kuru could manage eventually to become a medic in the United Kingdom. I don't think Government Science School Kuru was a very good educational start in life for you. Brethren, God brought me this far in spite of my start. Amen. Amen. It's God that did it. And that's why she can't imagine. If it was left for her, she could have written me off. Praise the Lord. It's in spite of that. James 1.16, Bible says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good gift that you imagine, every good gift that you have, the, the clothes on your back, the fact that you woke up this morning, everything is from where? God. And we've got to acknowledge that. Praise the Lord. I'd like us to open the Chronicles, First Chronicles. Chapter 29, from verse 1. So First Chronicles 29, verse 1. Maybe I should just read it from the screen. Praise God. So it says, and we're going to read from verse 1 to 3, and then we'll read verse 6, and then read verse 10 to 16. So from verse 1, the Bible says, Further David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone hath chosen young and tender, and the work is great, for the place is not for man, but for the Lord God. Next verse. Now I have prepared with all my might from my house, for, from my house, uh, gold, and silver. Maybe I should read from the big screen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Gold and silver. For, the, for, sil- for of silver and of brass, for of brass, the iron, 
for iron, the things for iron, and wood, the things for wood. Onyx stone and onyx to be set. Praise God. What version is this? (laughs) King James. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. All right, so I'll read from my my version. So my version is King James. Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone God hath chosen, is yet young and tender, and, and the work is great, for the palace is not for man, but the Lord. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for the things made of gold, the silver for the things made of silver, and brass for the things of brass, the iron for things of iron, and wood for things of wood, onyx stones, and stones to be set, glistering stones, and divers colors, and all manners of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. Praise the Lord. Verse 6. Bible then says, Then the chief of the fathers and princes of the tribes of Israel and captains of thousands of hundreds and with the rulers of all the land offered willingly their gifts. Let's then go over to verse 10. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation and David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Praise the Lord. So a time came when it was time to build the temple and, you know, Bible says that God said, you know, David shouldn't because Solomon, his hands were, you know, David's hands were really stained with blood. Praise God. And David brought all that he had, the gold, the silver, you know, the, 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 the precious stones. And he encouraged the men then to bring forth their own giftings as well. And you could, you know, imagine one just sitting back and saying, look, I have brought this much out of my own. But what did David do? He saw all the stuff that was brought before him. And he marveled and he did what? Give all the glory to God because he recognized that all that is there in front of him is what? From God. Praise the Lord. Before we can adequately give thanks, we have to recognize the source as being God of every good and perfect gift. Praise the Lord. The second thing we need to do is to acknowledge the benefit of his giftings. Praise the Lord. Psalm 69 verse Psalm 68 verse 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits, even the God our salvation. Daily loaded us with benefits. Proverbs 10 22, The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich and added no sorrow. Brethren, everything that we have comes from God. And we need to recognize that it is beneficial to us. Because he daily loaded us with benefits, our act of thanksgiving have to be done how often? Daily. Praise the Lord. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 2, Bible says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Praise God. 
This piece of scripture was written because God knew that man has a tendency to forget. Amen. I mean, some time back, my wife and I were going through some financial challenge and we were not meeting financial commitments, you know, home and abroad. And she said, we ought not to be where we are now. But I said to her that, you know, we're not where we used to be. In 2007, by God's grace, I came into the country with a highly skilled migrant visa program. And I said, well, I want to study. So I studied alongside. Um, she was pregnant and we were expecting as well. Um, you know, the, 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 the school fees was outstanding, £6,000. And we could barely get by. When a friend of ours loaned us £50, we, we made it stretch. Uh, to the end of the month. Praise the Lord. And we attended a service uh, in, in a predominantly white church. And they said, put your hands together so we can, you can ask and pray for your neighbor what they've asked you to pray for them. And I said, Lord, uh, just please pray, sir, that you know, this financial storm will go. Because I, I felt crushed. I've never felt that crushed in my life before. It's always been smooth. Amen. And he prayed. And at the end of that prayer, he offered me a pound. And I took the pound, even though I knew it will not go anywhere. But I held on to it. I said, well, I will thank God for the days of little beginnings. You know, he has been faithful for us. For now, that debt is paid. I have finished, you know, the degree program. My wife's delivered the baby. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Seven or eight years ago. But the Lord still stands, what? Faithful. First Samuel 17, verse 37. A conversation ensued between um, David and Saul, you know, when he was going to confront Goliath. And, and what did David say? He, he said, the Lord that had kept me from the paws of the lion and the bear, he is able to deliver me, you know, from the hands of this Philistine. But then sometimes we need to remember the things that God has done for us in the past to give us strength to cope with the adversity, if there is, of the present. The same faithful God who brought you from before till the now will take you to the future in Jesus' name. So when we recognize that God is our source and we acknowledge the benefit that we've received based on his blessing, then we can then stand in the place of Genuine thanksgiving, just like scripture intended it. In Psalm 118, verse 1, we can then stand as a psalmist and say, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercies endures forever. Praise the Lord. We'll quickly, for the sake of our time, run through four points uh, regarding thanksgiving. Uh, and we'll take our text from a very familiar piece of scripture in Luke 17, uh, verse 11 to 19. I better read from my Bible. So Luke 17, verse 11 to 19. Verse 11, Bible says, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, that, the, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Verse 13. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. 
And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as he went, or as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, saying, When Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found they are not found that returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. Praise the Lord. God is still Jesus is still perhaps asking that question right now. Are there not ten people healed? In this place. Are there not 10 people. Changed and turned around in this place. Praise the Lord. The first point is the fact that. Thanksgiving is a verb. That's stating the obvious. And a verb is a. Praise God. A doing or an action word. Amen. It is an expression of gratitude. It is not enough to think it. Amen. So. Those of us married here, forgive me if you're not. Your wife saves up a lot of money over the years, over the, over the, the, the year, to, to buy you a special gift at your birthday, the 29th of October. <laughs> <laughs> and she... <laughs> Praise God. Uh, you know, and nearer the time, she walks into the Apple store and gets you... Uh, Amen. I'm just prophesying, you know. So. <laughs> um, so she she gets you a, a Mac Pro. She gets you an iPad. <laughs> you know, and the, the iPhone Seven and the the wristwatch as well, and and packages all of that, you know, and uh, at a candlelit dinner for, in honor of your birthday. <laughs> She, she presents these giftings to you. Um, and, and you smile and say, that, that, that's good. Keep it there. And you walk away feeling glad in your heart and thankful in your heart. Um, and, you know, I wonder how she would feel. So someone said that, you know, thanks that is not expressed will be perceived as ingratitude. Amen. Will be perceived as ingratitude. And, and this was the difference. So can we read verse 15 to 16 of that piece of scripture that we read in Luke 17? Bible says in verse 15, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, made a U-turn, and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Praise the Lord. I mean, I suspect the other lepers were at least grateful in their hearts that they had been healed. I mean, these are people that were cast away at the gates, you know, so secluded or isolated from everybody else. You know, they, they must have been grateful in their hearts. But what Jesus was actually looking for was an expression of that gratitude. Amen. And that was what the other leper did. 
that one leper recognized that his source was from Jesus. His source of his healing, rather, was from Jesus. And that's why he turned around. He acknowledged that it had been a blessing to him. And that's why he gave thanks copiously and demonstrated his thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. The second point is that it is an expectation. And I think I know it's an expectation because if you read verse 17 of Luke 17, Jesus made a statement or asked a question. And he said, and Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Were there not ten people healed in this place, but where are the nine? Were there not ten jobs preserved in this place, but where are the nine? Were there not ten people favored in this place, but where are the nine? So it's an expectation from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that we what? Give thanks, not just think it. Amen. First Thessalonians 5, verse 15 to 18. So 1 Thessalonians 5, sorry, verse 17. The Bible says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Praise God. And a lot of the times we often bang our heads against the wall and sometimes, you know, bother our brethren and our our men of God in the house and say, I need to know the will of God concerning me. There is a specific and a general will. The general will of God concerning us, according to this piece of scripture, is to what? Give thanks. And in every situation. If one is faithful in honoring the will of God, the general will of God concerning us, based on scripture that we can see clearly, then his specific will, he will make known. Amen. In everything gives thanks. That is a difficult one, to be honest. Because I can imagine people going through difficult, trying times. It is difficult to give thanks in those times. But the Bible says we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And in fact, we're meant to walk as Jesus walked while he was on earth. He said, greater works than these shall you do. In 1 Peter 2.21, the Bible says, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. It means that all that Jesus did on earth, it's his intention, his plan, his design, For us to be able to do also. Because we're meant to be able to follow in his steps. Praise the Lord. So Jesus often gave thanks. in when I I noticed that when Jesus gave thanks. In a lot of the situations when he did give thanks. It was in odd situations. It was in difficult situations. Amen. And I struggled to find where he gave thanks. After the thing had been accomplished. So John 11.38 John eleven thirty eight, and then Matthew fourteen verse nineteen. So John eleven thirty eight, you know the story very well. The Bible says Jesus therefore, after groaning in himself, so it was not a pleasant experience, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Verse 39, Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of of him who was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead for four days. Jesus said unto her, in verse 40, said I not unto thee 
that if thou would believe that thou should see the glory of the Lord, of God, then he took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid and said, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Praise God. I mean, if I was there, I was going to say to Jesus, Lord, why not just wait for Lazarus to come first before we can give that thanks? Just to be sure that he'll definitely come. But Jesus gave thanks before the miracle in anticipation of what was going to come. Praise the Lord. Matthew 14 verse 19. Bible says, and he commanded the multitude to sit down. You remember the feeding of the 5,000 on the grass and took the five loaves and two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake and gave the loaves to his disciples. NIV says he gave thanks and then broke. Praise the Lord. Jesus gave thanks before he was able, he fed the 5,000. There was, uh, I mean, he, he did this, this, his thanksgiving was in anticipation of what was going to happen before the miracle happened. In the midst of all that sorrow in, 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 you know, with Lazarus, and in the midst of this need, this great need, Jesus did what first? He gave thanks. Praise the Lord. When we give thanks in anticipation of what God is going to do or what we'd like God to do, then we tend to commit him to doing it. It, says, it. it makes it look as though we, are, we entrust him so much, or we trust him so much that no matter what, knowing that he is our source, we commit his hand to doing it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So he gave thanks in anticipation of the miracle, despite the odds. So if someone is trusting God for a bringing to life of a dead situation today, Brethren, as you begin to give thanks, that situation will come alive in the name of Jesus. If you have only 50 pounds to stretch the whole of the month, as you give thanks today in the name of Jesus, that money will explode and it will feed 5,000 in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Brethren, thanksgiving gives access. I'd like us to open to Psalm 100 verse 4. Psalm 100 verse 4, popular piece of scripture. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless the name of the Lord. Be thankful unto him and bless the name of the Lord. Brethren, in his presence we know is fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Praise God. We know that praise draws his presence. I mean, Psalms 22 verse 3 tells us, you know, that he inhabits of the praise of Israel. He inhabits on the praise of Israel. Amen. Before the courts are the gates. And Bible tells us in that piece of scripture we read that we're meant to enter how? With thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. So, our sacrifice of praise in the courts may count for little if there is disobedience at the gates. Amen. If we do not enter, or if we enter his presence with ingratitude in our hearts, then we risk missing the blessing for the now. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Philippians 4 verse 6. Philippians 4 verse 6. Bible says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brethren, it's the request The request that is presentable before God is that one made in prayer, in petition, and with thanksgiving wrapped around it. If we want access, let us give him thanks. Praise the Lord. And it works, Bible says, in every situation. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. It doesn't matter how terrible it is. It doesn't matter how trying the times are. If we come before God with a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving in prayer and supplication, the Bible says he will what? Hear us. Amen. The final point, brethren, is that ingratitude does not exist in a vacuum. You know, the absence of thanksgiving is probably going to be replaced by complaining. And whatever you don't thank God for, you are probably most likely going to complain about If we look at Numbers 11, from verse 1 to 6, and I'll read. And when the Lord, and when the people complained, it displeased God, the Lord. And the Lord heard it. Someone said, heard it. And his anger was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the, to the uttermost part of the camp. And the people cried unto Moses. And when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire quenched or was quenched. Okay, so to verse 6, verse 3. And he called the name of the place Tabira because the fire of the Lord burnt among them. Bible says in verse 4, and the mixed multitude that was among them fell a losting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat or meat to eat? Verse 5, we remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely. The cucumbers, the melons, and the leeks, and the onions, and the garlic. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna before our very eyes. Praise the Lord. Verse 18. And say thou unto the people, sanctify yourself against the morrow. And ye shall eat flesh. For ye have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying... Who shall give us flesh to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you flesh and you shall eat. Verse 19. You shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days. Neither ten days, nor twenty days. But even a whole month until it came out or until it come out of your nostrils. And it, and it will be loathsome unto you. 
Because thou has dis- or have despised the Lord which is among you, and have wept before him, saying, Why came we forth from Egypt? NIV says, Thou hast, well, this says, Thou hast despised. NIV says something else. It says, Thou have rejected the Lord. Amen. Final verse, 32 and 34, still the same chapter. Verse 32, And the people stood up all day, and all that night, and all the next day, and they gathered the quails. He that gathered least gathered ten homers. I'm reading 32, so I need to read, yep, yeah, 32. And verse 33, And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, as it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. Verse 34, And he called the name of that place that long name. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. And a lot of them were buried where? There. Praise the Lord. Brethren, when people complain instead of giving thanks, God hears it. Amen. He, not only, he does not only hear prayers, but he also hears it. It is tantamount to rejecting and despising God's favor in our lives. It prolongs the wilderness experience. You know, so if we're going through trying times, that's the last thing to do. Amen. And as it said in verse 33, it can snatch the promise of Canaan. A lot of these people died in the wilderness. They were meant to pass through. Praise God. But finally, I just believe that you know, thanksgiving provokes and commits God into action on our behalf because it's a mark and a sign of obedience to him. The more we thank God despite our situations and thank God for the good things, the bad things, and even the ugly things, it provokes God into doing more. Amen. Finally, we read Psalm 128. From verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his way. For thou shalt eat the labor of thy hand. Say amen. amen. Happy shalt thou be. Amen. amen. And it shall be well with thee. Amen. amen. Verse 3, Bible says, Thy wife shall be as fruitful, shall be as a fruitful vine. Amen. Amen. By the side of thine house, thy children like olive plants round about thy table. Verse 4, Bible says, Behold that, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brethren, as we obey God and thank him, irrespective of our circumstances. We will walk into this month to the glory of his name more fruitful than we've ever been in the mighty name of Jesus. People will write us years down the line and be surprised at our, proje- at our project so far in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we rise to our feet? Let's just express our love and our thanks to this God. 
that is mighty beyond words. God that is faithful, that has brought you thus far. And recognize that irrespective of the stands around which you stand or the circumstances around you, that he is faithful. And he will make a way where there seems to be no way. Let's just open our mouth and thank him and worship him, honor him, give him thanks, give him thanks for everything that he has done, for the things he is yet to do. Are there areas in one's life that it's difficult to give thanks? Sure, but give him thanks anyway. That in your obedience, God will prove faithful. In your obedience, God will make fruit abound. In your obedience, barrenness will be removed. In your obedience, the former and the latter rain will fall. In the name of Jesus. as the Lord to really help us that we shall stay focused we shall provoke God to bless us not provoke him to prolong our wilderness experience we can all relate onto this wilderness thing we are in a city in which things seem dry but the Lord has said the season of dryness is over I say in your home the season of dryness is over but you're going to stimulate that change by your praise. Because not long from now, we shall be dancing forward and giving thanks unto him. You will do it with all your heart. You will give him a special praise today. And uncommon praise you will give him. And he will remember you for good in the name of Jesus. Just take another 30 seconds and say, thank you, Jesus. I say, say, thank you, Jesus. I don't, I don't say, think it. I say, say it, say it, say it, say it. The man returned with a loud voice. That's what he wrote in my own Bible. The man did not go back whispering unto Jesus. The man did not go back and just trying to say, you know, Lord, I, 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 you know, and just smile like Jesus. As he will understand the smile. Oh, he didn't go back and just say, you know, somehow the Lord will know the intent of my heart. Oh, maybe denying we're thinking about intent, but we have been told this afternoon that the man went back with a loud voice. Are you coming back with a loud voice? Are you coming back with a loud voice? Are you coming back with a loud voice? That he brought me this far. He brought me this far. In spite of what the doctor said, twice of what the employer twice of what the banker say, in spite of what the economy is saying, the Lord has brought me this far. You have a reason to bless him this afternoon. We worship you, our Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Let your amen be full of life. In Jesus' name, we are praying. In my life, do you? Are you sure? Do it as if you actually do. I have a reason to. I have a reason. That man with a loud voice will return. With a loud voice, I'll be thinking of that reason right now. I'll be thinking of those reasons right now. I have a reason. Two more times. I have a reason. I have a reason to praise the Lord. 
before you can dance. I have a you used to dance. When when those clothes were dancing, unto the King of Kings, you will do your dance today. I have a We have a reason. We have a reason to praise the Lord. We have a reason to praise the Lord. We do as a body, as We have a reason to praise the Lord. We have a reason. We have a reason. Hallelujah. As we are praising, the Lord has identified a particular group of people here, Psalm 91, verse 5. And you will be the one to quickly come forward by the special grace of the Lord. All of us with our faith need together, and I'm myself representing you. I will hold their hand, and that particular thing that the enemy has been putting in their life shall be broken. Psalm 91, verse 5. You have been sleeping and you have been terrorizing the night. Come forward right now. Might be one person, might be two persons. Very quickly, very quickly. I've not got time. You've been having difficult night. It's been terrorizing, terrorizing. Okay, maybe those are the real ones that the Lord wants. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That is over right now. In the name of Jesus. You will sleep like a baby. You will wake like a baby. You will sleep well. Every terror of the night shall be destroyed. You shall no longer be afraid of the terror by night. I don't know what is terrorizing you. I don't know. No more terror. No more terror. No more terror. No more terror. By the pardon anointing right now, I break the back of the terrorists. Terrorists must be jailed and put away forever. Many at times, they don't even try to save terrorists, you know. When you go after terrorists, you don't bother to take them to court. If you can't exterminate them, you exterminate them right away. And so these terrorists, they will trouble you no more. Now these ones are standing in front because they're a particular area. They have recognized that the enemy is trying to terrorize them. But you, in your own case, you are going to pray in lieu of such because the Lord has promised that it shall not be your portion. He said, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. And you will say, Father, let your Father be loud and clear. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word say, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, no more terror for me right now. No more fear for me during the day. In the name of Jesus, no more fear, no more fear. Lift up your voices and pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Set this one free, O God. Set all of us free by your power. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Say, mighty name, God bless you. Hallelujah. You can do better than that. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.